If you are pregnant or you've recently had a baby, this podcast is for you. I am your host, Kath Bequee, a physiotherapist working in women's health and mum of three. Join me each week as we dive into all things pregnancy care, childbirth and postnatal recovery, helping you have a wonderful pregnancy and afterbirth experience. And don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. Welcome to episode 37 of the Fitness Mama podcast. I am your host, Kath Bequee. I'm a mum of three young girls, a physiotherapist for women, and I have an online community, Fitness Mama, which helps to provide pregnant and new mothers with the exercises, support, and resources they need to move from the overwhelm, the physical aches and pains of pregnancy, the weakness felt after birth, and instead we replace that with the comfort and confidence they need to get their bodies and minds strong again so that they can get back to doing what they love with a bubba by their side, whether or not that's running around with the kids at the park or running the next marathon. We are in for a treat today as I have the honour of spilling the milk with Danielle. It has been a while since we have had a spilling the milk episode on this podcast and Every so often, I'm fortunate enough to sit down with one of the lovely mamas inside Fitness Mama, and we have a raw and honest chat about their experience with pregnancy, childbirth, and recovering after birth. Today, I chat with Danielle White, who is not only a mum of two boys, but she's also the founder and director of a highly regarded wedding and events consultancy, White & White. Danielle began her career in a marketing role, and then she had the light bulb moment where she knew she was meant to be an events specialist, and Danielle has now been running White & White for 12 years. In this episode, we chat about mum life with two young children, owning a business as a mum, and Danielle shares her experience with IVF, induction, and forceps, as well as juggling a newborn with another child. And stick around to the end because Danielle also shares some great advice for new mums starting their motherhood journey. But before diving in, I do want to let you know about an event that's running really soon, and that's the five days, five ways to prepare for labour challenge. This challenge is about to run again at the start of June, so get your names down on the wait list so you don't miss out. This fun, free, five-day challenge runs you through different ways to prepare for labor. In these five days, you will learn about perineal preparation, active birth techniques, after-birth recovery tips, and you will leave the five days feeling empowered and more confident about your upcoming birth. To enter this challenge, head to fitnessmama.com forward slash challenge. Right, let's get into this episode. Danielle, thank you so much for joining me today on today's episode of the Fitness Mama podcast. Thank you so much for having us. <laughs> I've got my yes. little boy here, Louis. He's decided to join us as well. So <laughs> That's gorgeous. We might have some lovely sound effects. <laughs> As we go. So, Danielle, can you please let us know a little bit about who you are and I guess your journey becoming pregnant and becoming a mum? So, I'm based in Brisbane. For the last 12 years, I've been running a wedding planning company here in Brisbane, which has been amazing. And we started our 
journey to be parents probably, my little boy's four, probably about six years ago. So initially we did struggle. So we went down the IVF path. We did four full rounds of IVF. And finally, after that fourth round, we got our first little boy, Jules, which was amazing. And it felt like a miracle child, which was great. And then to be honest, I thought like, you know, we weren't going to be able to have another one. And during COVID last year, this little one popped up. So he's called our COVID, our COVID surprise. COVID baby. Yeah, our COVID baby. Gorgeous. Amazing. And he actually was an IVF. So there you go. Like I'm not an expert in that field, but I hear of that really commonly where first bubba is IVF and then the second bubble is more of a surprise. Is that what you found? Absolutely. Yeah, moms? absolutely. And I don't think it was, yeah, that much a surprise to our doctor either. It was great because for me, my business and also my partner's businesses, COVID wasn't the best situation like a lot of people. It was like all, you know, came to a halt. So it was actually like, it was a really nice to have something to look forward to. He's doing really well. And I think probably because we're second time round, we're not so stressed and we, yeah, he honestly just fits into our life. Yeah, like a little glove. <laughs> yeah, tell me about that. Do you notice a difference with, I guess, trying to conceive the first time versus your surprise the second time and the pregnancy? Like how did you, what no- differences did you notice between the first and second bubba? Well, the pregnancies were a little bit different. So the first one, yeah. I was a lot fitter and I had a lot more energy. Was this time around, I, yeah, I seem to be getting like I think I had this like chest infection for a, a lot of the pregnancy and was just not, it just wasn't the same. And then at the end I got, I think, a late onset of uh, mild kind of gestational diabetes. So I was quite big as well. So I put on over 20 kilograms with Louie. Obviously a lot of it was fluid and, and stuff like that. But with Jules, you know, I was doing workouts up until the day, you know, he was born. So Louie, I kind of stopped all that sort of a month before. So yeah, the pregnancies were a little bit different and the births were a a little bit, but the same as well. So I don't know if we want to talk about those, but. Yeah, look, you know, this is a spilling the milk (laughs) series, as I call them. We haven't actually had one on the podcast for a while. So for those listening, if you want to dive back into the older podcast episodes, you will find a few different birth stories of other members of Fitness Mama. So we'd love to hear. Tell us all that we all love a good birth story. And I think it's, (laughs) yeah, like I think it's really important to have all different sorts of birth stories because you don't just want to hear of the natural, you know, drug-free birth stories necessarily. It's, I think it's nice to have the whole range of whether or not there's interventions required, pain relief. Yeah. So I have no idea what your birth story is like. We haven't actually even talked about it. So (laughs) let's go into it. Yeah. So the first one, I was keen to do the whole natural thing and we're waiting, waiting, waiting. And I was over my due date and my doctor actually was going overseas so saw him on the Friday and then on the Monday I had actually requested to see the new doctor and have a scan just to make sure everything was fine and and within those two days I'd lost like all fluid so I had to almost go in for an emergency induction which we did that night and inductions like (laughs) they're just a whole new ball game I think so we sort of started it that night and the next day we sort of ramped it up and broke my waters and 
up the drugs, but up the drugs quite slowly. And um, for my first birth, I actually had a doula. So she was amazing um, because I knew my doctor was going to be away. And I was just obsessed about birth stories and having a good birth and having support. And anyway, it was just it was just something that I really, really wanted and finally got it over the line with my partner. And he was very thankful, actually, at the end. So we went through an induction and it was hard. I felt like I couldn't I wasn't in control anymore. I had, you know, I'd read all the books and done the classes and I just felt like I had no methods like no technique and and nothing was happening so he was uh Jules was posterior which if anyone knows anything about posterior it's really painful and the labor just didn't progress so we got to the afternoon and literally nothing was happening so I decided to have an epidural and it was the best thing I think I could have done the baby turned and I dilated completely within an hour the doctor actually said I look everyone's going to have dinner you're going to have a bit of a a rest and I'm going to come back and you're going to start pushing and that was that just to backtrack was this your first or second baby you're talking about that was the first first okay and did you have the sensation that you needed to push when the time came I didn't know no I didn't know it was time to push no 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 she had to tell me yeah yeah the epidural wasn't that strong so I actually felt like when he came through I felt everything (laughs) thing it was hard to hard to push to be honest and to know when to push and we ended up doing um corset for the first one which was fine at that point you just want them out don't you you don't really care what method it's gonna happen oh hey let's see if i can settle him and then the second one we decided that we would go in for a duck in induction a scheduled induction because i was a little bit older and the risks i felt that I wanted to go early this time. I didn't want to push it out, which is very different to the first time. But in that time that I've had the baby, we just had like acquaintances that we knew that lost a baby quite late in the pregnancy. And I don't know, it was just something that I just wanted to go early. Like, and I think with the the diabetes and everything is actually a good move. I kind of needed to get him out, I think. So we did an induction that time. And once they broke my waters for Louis, I felt that pain again in my back, that posterior kind of really. And I decided at that point that I was going to have an epidural. Do this and to meet him and to be done and almost be done with my whole journey becoming a mother I just wanted to have the babies and not think about it anymore yeah so I had the epidural and then within four hours I had Louis and it was the most blissful birth ever and the recovery was great as well and yeah it was just everything second time around seems easier from the you know the time in the hospital to the cluster feeding seemed easier this time to the night seem easier I don't know. It's just nice doing it twice. And I can imagine like a third, it would be, you know, pretty easy, hopefully. I don't know. (laughs) The poor baby gets forgotten about. (laughs) I can imagine. I think it's really nice for women to hear that who have perhaps had their first baby. And I do speak to a lot of women who tell me, I I don't know, I can't imagine having a second because it it was so tricky or, you know, so many obstacles first time round. Look, every experience is different and everyone is different. And some women do find their second more challenging, but learning more along the way, like you're a seasoned mama and there might be some challenges, but then other things you'll find easier, like what you experienced Yeah, in terms of 
the feeding and the settling, you've already got quite a few techniques up your sleeve, whereas you might find it really hard with the juggle with the toddler or your other child in tow. So it's good hearing lots of different experiences because there's no one experience, is it? No, no. Yeah, I do say like he's, he feels easier, but as you said, I am doing things a bit differently. So particularly with that settling, like Louis seems to be able to go to sleep by himself, whereas our first child still can't go to sleep by himself. So just little things like that, I think you don't really, you're not aware, but you are doing things a little bit different. So that's probably why you're getting a different outcome. It's interesting, isn't it? Okay, so can we go back to the childbirth? You mentioned that your recovery was easier second time round. Can you put your finger on any things that were different or can you put your finger on anything that might have helped with your recovery second time round? Well, I think both times I did Pilates in the lead up, which was great. I think that that really helped as well. Maybe because I was used to, you know, had gone through everything before and maybe too because I had... I had another one, so I had I couldn't stop. I did try to rest as much as I could and stuff like that, but at the same time I still have to pick him up from kindy and I still have to get him up in the morning and stuff like that. So it could have just been a bit of a psychological thing that you don't really have time to think about it too much. Did you have forceps for your second No, I didn't. Birth? No. And what did you find difficult with the first recovery? What was it that you found harder? I think just like with everyone it was just the sleep deprivation, I think, and the cost of feeding. So I really struggled. The first one seemed to be like a smaller baby and need more food. And I, I was kind of mix feeding him at the beginning and sort of throughout the first year. Whereas the second one seems to be fine. Like he's quite big and (laughs) chunky and he seems to be able to last on reserves and I can leave him longer periods of time. Whereas I felt like as soon as I left the house at the first one, he would be crying for food even if I just fed him yeah I don't know yeah but I think definitely being fit really helps or trying to do as much as you can in the lead up is really helpful also I jumped on your membership as well and it refreshed everything just before I had Louis because I almost thought like I'd forgotten everything so it was nice to go back and listen to a few of your master classes with some of your guests which were great actually you had like a doula one and you had one about the tens machine and and inductions and stuff like that so I could actually because I knew this time I was having an induction so I thought right okay I'm going to actually like yeah except I'm having an induction and find out if there's other things I can be doing or just getting my mind ready I guess oh that's great to hear so for those who are listening that don't know inside fitness mama there's different modules there's pregnancy one and there's a childbirth one as well as well as afterbirth recovery and in the childbirth module I take you through different phases of childbirth like different stages of labor the TENS machine there's active birth techniques but we also have guest speakers that have you know over the year course of the year that the membership's been around so there's someone chatting about hypnobirthing there's one on calm birthing there's one on induction We've got some great guest speakers who have come along the way and they're all available inside the Fitness Mama membership. So that's what Danielle is talking about. So thank you, Danielle. Okay, so that is really great to hear that you, just in general, it sounds like you found the second experience more relaxing maybe or maybe less relaxing because you're probably still sleep deprived, but you had a great experience second time around. So how old is Louie now? Louis now? 
This episode is proudly brought to you by Solidea, providing all of your pregnancy and recovery support needs. Solidea's maternity range supports your changing body throughout your pregnancy and the postpartum period. The proven compression and patented fabric helps to reduce back and pelvic joint pain, swelling and varicose veins, and it's safe and effective following vaginal and caesarean section deliveries. Solidea improves recovery from episiotomies, tears, hematomas, and after caesarean births. Made in Italy, Solidea's maternity range ensures pregnant women and new mums look good and feel great. Recommended by obstetricians and physiotherapists, Solidea is offering 20% off using the code FITNEST20. That's F-I-T-N-E-S-T-20. So if you're in the market for some new support wear for pregnancy or postpartum, definitely go and check them out with the code FITNESS20 for 20% off. So visit www.solidea, that's S-O-L-I-D-E-A.com.au and check them out for yourself. And the link is in the show notes. Yes, just over four months. So, yeah. What would be one of the biggest surprises, do you think, about being a mum of two? When Jules came up to the hospital when I had Louis, it kind of like hit me then that I was going to be a mum of two boys oh. and it was actually incredible. Like I just felt like like double the love, which I didn't think would happen. And I think finding, you know, activities for both of them as well that we can do or as a family so finding things we can do as a family has been great we still spend a lot of time with our first Jill so we do a lot of his activities but finding something that they can both do because I think that's the problem is he's not number one anymore so he get a bit jealous and stuff like that so it's finding activities that we can all do and all have a great time so there are stuff we do like we on a Sunday we'll go to the markets together and there's always something that we can you know we always go for a walk and a run and then we do the playground and the markets and you know everyone's kind of happy this is your life now you know your whole life is family so I don't know I didn't really answer your question but <laughs> no it's lovely no I like that and I guess you've got a business and it's a busy business so you're a wedding planner is that right and things have opened up now in Brisbane is that right yes, so yeah, weddings absolutely. are going yeah. for it yeah How are you, because I'm sure there's a lot of mums here that are juggling blending work. I'm not, I'm never sure what to call it because I I seriously feel like it's a juggle at times and then at other times it's a lovely blend. But how do you find the whole working plus young children situation? How are you managing all that? To be honest, it it is, it's really difficult. And last time, yeah, the business was sort of growing really rapidly. So there was no time off, but I did have help obviously in, in the business, which helped. And then I think at four months, I got a babysitter. This time round, we have all the COVID weddings that we were supposed to do last year. So I would have liked to do a little bit different, had a bit of a break, but because we had the COVID ones, I felt like I had to really execute those and you know I mean these people had we've been planning weddings for years now so it's been a pretty hectic first four months of the year we've got a couple to go and then I'm as I mentioned before we jumped on I'm taking like six months off to have a break really because I really feel like with me and the babies the first three months I'm running on adrenaline but then all of a sudden my levels like I become feel quite depleted and I think that's around that like the four to six 
month mark. So and that's what happened last year, uh, last time. So I just thought, well, this time I'll try to make a conscious effort not to be working so I can kind of recover. So I did feel like I probably should have had some time off last time. So, yeah, so that's my plan and, and yeah, we'll see how it goes. But it's not easy. Like I wouldn't say it's easy, but I try to be positive. So I think with work it makes you, you have to keep going, right? You have to turn up. You have to answer that email. You have to be on site at that wedding. And it, it almost, yeah, it pushes you, but then sometimes you need to be pushed, don't you, a little bit? Like sometimes you need to have a purpose other than your baby. But, yeah. Well, it's so great that you're recognising that you need to back off and you're putting that plan into place I guess before it all crashes down around you not that it will but it's so good that you are recognizing that you need that so talking about your afterbirth recovery you know you're you're busy you've got a really young second child four-year-old and a six-month-old and you've got a business how are you going to think about your postnatal rehab are you going to concentrate on your rehab at all and getting stronger? And how are you going to do that? What I did, what did I do? I started walking straight away. So I, I do like walking. And so that's been great. You know about our 12 week return to running program, don't you? I do. I actually looked into it, but I was said I couldn't start till six months or something. No, or no, three months. three months. Oh, three months. Okay. Yeah. I looked into when he was like a baby or he hadn't even been born. So I thought, you can oh, just get started <laughs> when you want. Ah, okay. we'll talk about that off air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's good. I have been doing Pilates. So I have been doing Pilates, which was great because I just wanted to like move my body and stuff like that. It's just finding the time, I guess, especially with work. Like you always prioritise work over exercise. I don't know. I, don't know. I decided to um, join a cycling slash boxing place, yeah, which is great. So it was like the, it's kind of like the soul cycle. So you're kind of cycling in the dark with like heaps of amazing like 80s music and then boxing, which I haven't really never done. But I just wanted to do something for myself and do something different and something which I really look forward to and I really look forward to these sessions because they are really uplifting. Yeah, so I've been doing that as well. Just taking it slow but also not doing nothing, you know. Yeah, and I think that's the key, isn't it? It's amazing that you are listening to your body, you're not trying to rush your recovery and you're just taking, you know, one step at a time and you're finding something that really works with you and your lifestyle. So that's brilliant, Danielle. To finish up, what advice would you give to other pregnant or new mums? Yeah, educate yourself on, you know, everything birth and afterbirth and stuff like that so you're mentally prepared, I think. And there's so many great resources out there, you know, especially your fitness mama membership, which is, and for someone like me who's very, like, information is everything and I feel like you know I can do anything as long as I'm you know equipped with the information ahead it's great and also I'm a big believer in like you know exercise so you know healthy body healthy mind I think that's really important in the lead up but also once you had a baby you you need that sort of endorphin hit you need that time to yourself you know even if it's just going for a walk you know that can you know with the baby it's just so incredibly important and so important to make that time yourself because you know a half an hour can just mean the world you know it can transform your day and set you up for the day or the night <laughs> or both yeah absolutely <laughs> and we know how linked physical mental health is as well and how interrelated and yeah I couldn't have briefed you better 
<laughs> not that I did, but that was amazing. Okay, so Danielle, if anyone's wanting to find you, where can they find you on Instagram? Well, if you're looking for a wedding planner, <laughs> my Instagram is white, white weddings. And yeah, that's where we put most of our images and stuff like that. And, and just through there, you can access us through the website. But um, yeah, if you're getting married in Brisbane and need some help, I'm here. (laughs) And do you want to tell everyone about what you've got in the pipeline? So if you're not in Brisbane, do you want to break that to the world or not? (laughs) (laughs) I am planning on launching the Wedding School, which is an online wedding planning and um, styling program. It will be based around sort of 60 days boot camp almost. And I'm there along the way as your sort of virtual planner, helping you, you know, select your venues and your suppliers and pull together your, you know, your vision for the day and then be prepared for the day of. So really targeting those couples that want to do it themselves, but just need a little bit of a help along the way. Yeah. So excited. Yeah. To do that. Well, enjoy your six months off and I hope you don't end up working heaps through it. Thank you so much for joining me today, Danielle. It was lovely to chat and hear about your experience as a mum of two. Yeah, it was lovely. So thank you so much for coming on the show today. Well, thank you so much for having me and I'm really enjoying your podcast. I think it's amazing and keep going. It's a saviour. Yeah. At times, it's really important to have, you know, to have those conversations. Oh, that's great to hear. Okay, thanks, Danielle. Okay, see you later. Before I sign off, remember my team and I will be putting together the show notes for this episode with all the links at fitnessmama.com forward slash podcast, including how to connect with Danielle's business, White and White. In this link, you'll also see how to join our free five days, five ways to prepare for labor challenge. Have a fabulous day, everyone. And I look forward to you joining me next week for another episode of the Fitness Mama podcast. Thanks for listening to the Fitness Mama podcast brought to you by the Fitness Mama freebies found at www.fitnessmama.com forward slash free. So please take a few seconds to leave a review, subscribe so you don't miss an episode and be sure to take a screenshot of this podcast, upload it to your social media and tag me at fitnessmama so I can give you a shout out too. Until next time, remember an active pregnancy, confident childbirth and strong postnatal recovery is something that you deserve. Remember our disclaimer, materials and contents in this podcast are intended as general information only and shouldn't substitute any medical advice, diagnosis or treatment. I'll see you soon.